Welcome to another Do Loss Deliberation. I'm Levi Bimba, and today we're going to talk about why is God so angry? So I want to start today with a verse that I came across when I started reading the Bible for myself. And really after I got saved, you know, the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to start seeing who God is and the attributes of God in the Bible. And we grow up learning about how God is love, 1 John 4, 8, and we talk about how God is merciful and gracious and kind and and even humble in in Jesus Christ when he came and lived in the earth. Um, second or Philippians two talks about how uh, Christ humbled himself even to the death of the cross. And then, um, but there's a verse in Psalms uh, chapter seven, verse eleven that kind of struck me, and it caused me to think more about who God really is. So I want to read it. Uh, Psalm 711, it says, God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. So when you read that, you're like, how can God be love, and yet he's angry with the wicked every day? Why is God so angry? What What is going on that makes God w- want to express anger towards the wicked uh, every single day that, that they live? And when you actually think about it, it's not that hard to really understand why God is so angry with with the wicked. Um, I pulled the FBI crime statistics um, from 2019, and just based on these uh, seven categories of crime, uh, murder, rape, aggravated assault, robbery, larceny, motor vehicle theft, and violent crime, there was about 16.3 million crimes, which crime is just the legal term, but the spiritual term is sin. These are sins that took place within the hearts of men and women that committed these these crimes. And really, it's not just the crimes themselves, because we, Jesus talked about in the New Testament, if you're angry with your brother, it's like committing murder in your heart. So even if you don't commit the physical act of murder, you're still looked at as a murderer because God looks at the heart. You know, God does not look, or man does not see as God sees. God looks, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks and looks on the heart. So when you start to think why why God is so angry, you start to see that um, these crimes that are taking place, especially just in 2019, and these are only the crimes that we know about. Obviously, we don't know about the ones we don't know about, the ones that go unreported uh, because people are either too scared or they're dead and they can't report what happened to them. And I think there was a stat that I saw a couple of years ago that about half the murders that take place within America are unsolved. So there's about 50% of the murderers out there that are walking free, living their lives without any, so, you know, kind of quote unquote, getting away with it. But obviously, obviously there's no such thing as getting away with it in God's world. God will have his day in court where every single person who has ever lived, either at the white throne judgment or before the judgment seat of Christ. Well, so when you divide out the 16.3 million crimes, that's about 45,000 crimes per day. So with just within a 24 hour period, 45,000 crimes. And again, these are just the reported crimes. We don't know about the ones that are unreported that are taking place every single day in the United States. This is just the United States, not even the world. So when it comes to murder, there were, according to the FBI in 2019, there were 
16,425 murders or non-negligent manslaughters. And from what I've read, murder is just the intentional taking of a life and non-negligent manslaughter is also the voluntary taking of a life, intentional taking of a life, but it has this the the difference of being provoked. If you're extremely provoked to to murder somebody, whatever that means, I'm sure that can be interpreted in many different ways. Which is why there's, I'm sure, a lot of lawyers that um, that do cases that try to either get their client off or prosecutors that try to get uh, the defendant on 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 murder. So there are 16,425 murders within 2019 or non-negligent manslaughter. So that's about 45 a day. So about 45 people a day in 2019 were dying, were being murdered, were being killed by people. Um, obviously, we don't know the details of all those cases, but for murder, by definition, that's being an innocent person, uh, at least biblically speaking. So that's about 45 innocent people being killed per day within the, within the United States. And that's just what we know about. Again, this, these are just based on what's reported. We don't know what goes on that's unreported. You go to rape. There's a revised definition and then there's a legacy definition. Legacy definition deals with the, what you generally think about when it comes to rape, the forceful uh, penetration of, of a woman against her will. Um, the revised definition includes sodomy and includes all kinds of really grotesque um, things like objects and things like that, whether it's a man or a woman in this case. And for these, there is 139,815 within just the year 2019. So you, when you average that out, that's about 380 cases a day of rape going on in this country. Again, this is just what we know. We don't know what we don't know. Aggravated assault, 2,200 per day within the United States. Robbery, 734 a day where you somebody's physically attacking somebody and stealing something that's something from them off their person or breaking into somebody's house and the person is there and you're stealing from them. Yeah, now we, and then larceny, 14,000 a day. That's when you are stealing something from somebody when they're not there. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, motor vehicle theft, 2,000 per day. Violent crime, 3,300 per day. So when you take all of the property crime, the robbery, the larceny, the motor, motor vehicle theft, that's about 19,000 uh, cases per day of property crime, of people stealing, vandalizing from others. And the Bible is clear on even... Stealing people think stealing oh, is no big deal. Nobody's really getting hurt, especially if it's just a larceny case. You're just stealing from somebody when they're not home, or you know that person really doesn't need all that money, or doesn't need two cars, or that kind of thing. But the Bible is clear on people who steal. In First uh, Corinthians six, um, verse ten, it says, "Well, back up in verse." Nine, it says, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God, meaning that people who are unrighteous will not go to heaven. They'll die and go to hell. Paul is clear. He says, be not deceived. Neither fornicators, people that have sex outside of marriage, nor idolaters, people that worship false gods, nor adulterers, people that commit the people that cheat on their spouses, 
uh, nor the effeminate people that are 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 taken up into feminine feminine quality. So this is geared more towards a man. Nor abusers of themselves as mankind, homosexual people, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. So back up to in the beginning of verse 10, it says thieves uh, will not inherit the kingdom of God. So just because somebody's not getting hurt or just because something's small, it doesn't matter the value. If you're stealing candy, if you're stealing a pencil, if you're stealing time, if you're stealing um uh, anything that doesn't belong to you, anything anything that you take that doesn't belong to you, you are considered a thief. You don't have to steal $5 and then you're a thief. If you steal a penny, you're a thief in the eyes of God. And God is telling us plainly in his word that if you are a thief, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. So to pretend that uh, any of these crimes are, are somehow um, things that God would overlook, he won't. And that's why God is angry with the wicked every day. Because if you were to just think, if God were to flood your thoughts with the knowledge of every single crime that happened just within a day, just within the United States, or even just within your city, you can, can you imagine the, the amount of, <laughs> I think we would die. We wouldn't be able to bear the weight of knowing so much evil going on in the world. And now you you get to understand the picture of why God is angry with the wicked every day. These these things are taking place every single day. Now you might wonder that well, how can God be love and be so angry with the wicked every day? I thought He loves these people. Well, Psalm five five also talks about how God hates all workers of iniquity, and then Romans eight talks about how we're the enemies of God. So it's not that God is uh, as the friend of. Of the wicked now jesus is a friend of sinners if sinners are willing to repent and trust in him but jesus himself said you are my friends if you do whatever i tell you to do that's the friendship that god wants with us is a friendship that is it's loving it's kind it's gracious it's merciful but it's also a friendship where he's the boss and we do what he wants us to do that's why jesus says as you if you love me you will keep my commandments and because the wicked don't love God and don't want to keep his commandments, they're at enmity with him. They're his enemies. So God is love, but God loves what is good, what is righteous, what is holy, what is just. And because we as sinners are not that in any respect, we are enemies of God. God, therefore, um, God, in a sense, hates us and is angry with us because of our sin. However, the good, the good news is that God is not just hate. He's not. He's also kind and merciful. As we all know, the verse John three sixteen. God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So that means that no matter what you've done, if, if, you're, if you're guilty of murder, if you're guilty of rape, if you're guilty of larceny, robbery, aggravated assault, uh, adultery, uh, fornication, any sin that you've ever committed, Jesus stands ready and willing to forgive. If you will repent and trust in him, you can have eternal life. You can inherit the kingdom of God. Because even Paul talks about how in the same passage of scripture where he talks about the fornicators, idolaters, the covetous, the thieves, the drunkards, none of those people will inherit the kingdom of God. The very next verse in verse 11, 1 Corinthians 6, 11, he says, and such were some of you talking to the Corinthians. Some of you were these things. You were rapists. You were fornicators. You were thieves. You were covetous. You were idolaters. But he says in in the continuance of uh, verse 11, you are washed, ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. So your your sins, your sins can be wiped clean if you're willing to come to Christ 
in faith and believe on the only begotten Son of God. And he will love you with a perfect love, with a love that will never fail, with a love that will never, ever grow cold for all of eternity. That's why Paul talks about how uh, there's faith, hope, and love as, you know, these are the chief virtues, but faith will go away one day. Hope will go away, but love will never go away because love never fails. First Corinthians, First Corinthians 13 tells us so. Um, God, yes, God is angry with the wicked every day and for good reason, because we sin every day with our minds, with our thoughts, uh, uh, with our deeds, with our words. We, we sin constantly and the wicked, especially those who are not in Christ, are under the wrath of God and they are sinning constantly. And that's why God is angry with the wicked every day. But the good news is that the most wicked person on earth can come to Christ in faith and he or she will be forgiven of their sins no matter what they've done. And that is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So thank you for listening today. Uh, I will see you. Hopefully we'll see you and, and you will hear me on the next Do Lost Deliberations.